Hey everybody, welcome to that. There's nobody here named Josh. The podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined by Will. What it do? And Aaron. I'm back. <laughs> All right. Well, before we begin officially, remember we gotta lay down the ground rules for everybody listening. There is nobody here named Josh. That's right. Get out of here. We have to make sure that there's nobody here named Josh. Will, are you named Josh? Uh, I oh shit. Um, no, my ID says no. Okay, uh, Aaron, are you named Josh? I can guarantee that I have neither now or ever been referred to as Josh. Okay, well, I'm not Josh. My underwear says so. My middle name, like my, my Christian given name, is Joseph. I don't think that counts though. That doesn't count. That's not Joseph. That's not Josh. That's Joe. Okay, I thought I was just wondering if we were eliminating all J type people as well. Wait a minute. <laughs> Your given name is Joseph? Well, no, I don't forget how you say it, what it. Like, it's weird because when you go through confirmation, it's like, hey, you've got a first name, a middle name, and a last name. Let's give you one more. Oh, <laughs> okay. You get, to, you get to pick another name. So I was like, all right, cool. That's, that's totally useless. Okay. All right. So well, apparently, like, in the church, I'm supposed to be referred to as. I don't know. I don't forget right. how it works. Okay. Well, it's been a while since I've been to church. If I go to same, church right now, same here. If I go to church right now, I'll probably like spontaneously combust or something. Last time I've been to church for anything that wasn't like a choir thing, I was like three. Oh wow! Oh wow! That was that was a long time ago. A long time ago. Well, as a former barbershopper, and a lot of people know what maybe know what barbershop is. It's I used to sing in a barbershop quartet, so that tells you. So as a former barbershopper, uh, I used to go to church all the time just to sing, not to participate. When everyone else would stand up and sing, I would be sitting down and blah, blah, blah. But that's we, we, we digress. Actually, uh, it's inter- interesting. A fun fact about barbershop. Uh-huh. Yeah, you remember the movie uh, The Jungle Book, the cartoon Disney film? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So you remember the vultures? That, yeah. That, that croon as a barbershop quartet? Yeah. Yeah. They were originally supposed to sound like the Beatles. They were supposed yeah. to be a mock sort of Beatles-esque band. That's why they all got the weird haircuts. But really? Disney, yeah, Walt Disney made the call that the Beatles sound was just a fad. So he wanted to do something a little more timeless and so decided to have a change to a barbershop style of singing. Gee, gee I wonder <laughs> how well that went over. <laughs> Yeah, I still yeah. have just Beatles songs on the yes, in my head. But you got to understand that the Beatles, four out, two out of the four Beatles are dead, and they don't make music anymore. But then Barbershop is still around. Yeah, but I mean, when you're listening to the oldies on the radio yeah. when you're driving, you don't listen to, to Barbershop Quartet. You to, listen to, to go Beatles. get your social distance gro- your groceries. Then yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 you're not you're not hearing Barbershop crooning but i'm just gonna say not no. that you know not to diminish the uh the art form no, at all. no it's okay i spent 20 years as a barbershopper I, i've heard it all man heard it all <laughs> but all right what's what's okay. today what's so, so today today we're going to talk about our favorite most favorite fictional characters ah. okay like now when i mean fictional i mean like movies tv anime books Anything, as long as it's fictional, it doesn't matter where they're from. Okay. <laughs> Brony. Yeah. Well, oh, it's Jesus a, it, Christ. Hey, man. Hey, it's it's a fictional thing. My Little Ponies are my fictional thing. It's, oh, Stardash. If, if <laughs> did you just say my fictional thing for hey, My Little Pony? 
I did. It's my fictional thing. That could be my that's fictional a, thing. That's, that's, that's today's that's, segment. That's episode. the name. That's the that's the name of my uh, my my fan story. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> my, my fictional thing. Uh, that's the name of today's episode. My fictional thing. Delicious. Yes. Okay. So, but before we get to that, we're always going to do the same. Uh, may, maybe not the same, but we're going to do uh, a segment of the show that we started last week. That I think that uh, people like this week. I actually had a couple feedback. A couple people feedback on there. Uh, about this and it's a segment called what are your thoughts on oh i've got thoughts and, uh, do you you're a thoughtful guy <laughs> i think on occasion you, you think on occasion okay so this is will's segment so i'm gonna let him take over cool just gonna throw me right into this huh I, i'm gonna throw you right <laughs> into this yeah, like we have we've started nothing it's just oh here you go yeah, take here it away go. Here you go, Will. All right, insert, I'm gonna set the stinger in the. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna set the bar really, really low for the rest of the show. Oh, oh perfect. Oh, that's great. that's why we're doing this. I don't think we can get it any lower, dude. I know. <laughs> it's me. I'm here. <laughs> I know. That's not why the bar is low. But... Oh my god. We can go with that if you want. All right, so on. this this is a classic argument that I always hear. Okay. Um, from people of literally all ages. So I want to hear your guys' thoughts on Pepsi versus Coke. Ooh. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, who wants to go first, Aaron? Do you want to go first or should I? Uh, I have to collect my thoughts because as a thinker, there okay. are many thoughts I'm thinking. Okay. Um, it's a big me, one. For, for me, it's not really that much of a big one for me because... I don't drink pop anymore. You know, I used to. I used to oh, drink a lot. Kevin. Right? I know. I'm sorry. I don't drink pop anymore. I saw anymore. your Facebook answers. What was Did your you? first computer? A piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It really was. Um, but uh, Pepsi versus Coke, huh? But I, I can tell you when I did drink pop or, or soda, as some people in the United States like to call it, because I know we have some listeners in the States. Sony uh, pap. Sody Pap. Um, I have. I I, I, <laughs> we just lost every American viewer. <laughs> um, I'd have to pick Coke. Really? Um, yeah, I'd have to pick Coke over Pepsi. Um, I, I found that Pepsi was too acidic to me. Like to my okay. palate, Pepsi was a little too acidic. Like I would have Pepsi every now and then. Like maybe there was like a like a different style of Pepsi or something along those lines, but. But it would be I, I if I had to choose, I would choose Coke over Pepsi because of the different vanilla Coke, cherry Coke, black cherry Coke, you know, the different kinds of of pop and Coke out there. So okay. that's that's my decision. I, I would choose Coke over Pepsi. Hmm. Okay. All right. Aaron, do you have, have your a thoughts collected or I I have I, I would be coming from this from two very distinct standpoints, one being uh, a very nostalgic and emotional one, as well as a marketing and design. So initially for me, like my grandmother drank Pepsi, like religiously. So I, I grew up with Pepsi. Um, I've never been one to, like there are some people, if you go to a restaurant and they're just like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we only have Pepsi products. And then they'll have a shit fit. Yeah, I've seen those, that. Yeah, those I, I've been lucky enough to not seen that. 
I've seen it. I've worked in in the restaurant world, and it's it's literally like you need to go home and figure out your life because you have a problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> Definitely. Is, at the end of the day, it is pop. But uh, I, as far as preference, it doesn't really matter. Like if I'm going to buy something, I'll probably just buy Pepsi because I'm used to Pepsi, and I think that is a, is a big part of it. But when you look at them from a marketing standpoint, oh my god! Like back in the '80s, like that was one of the biggest all-out marketing wars that ever happened. Oh man, I remember that. And it was incredible, and Coke just shit the bed so many times. Yeah. Uh, like they they yeah, changed that the whole... recipe at one point and and people new just coke? lost their yeah new coke um and i pepsi heard a little bit just, about that one yeah pepsi just had them at every turn every turn i mean pepsi almost killed michael jackson but we're not going to hold that against them no <sighs> or maybe we should i don't know um, <laughs> we knew then what we know now um, that's exactly that's right maybe, <laughs> maybe pepsi, pepsi was on to something um yeah like, hey, we don't Jesus. Something, something, something wrong about this guy. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Like I remember studying that. In school. I went back. It was a recently a program. They went. Uh, I was watching that. Kind of took a deep dive on it as well. Even like just looking at the overall branding. I love what Pepsi's doing. Like the new Pepsi logo, actually has like a bunch of stuff in it, like hidden. Like the guy, the curvature of the the white bit in there is something to do with the rotational axis of the Earth or something. Like he put so much time and effort into something that could have. Well, first year could could have done in ten minutes, but the fact that he did that, I think, is really cool, and um, and that speaks volumes for me. So when I, when it comes down to that, um, if I'm going to be mixing alcoholic beverages to wash away the pain of my life, I'm going to be mixing with Pepsi. <clears throat> Sponsor. Just one moment here. Uh, my landlord's actually calling me. Oh. This oh, is all right. It. Hello, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was going to mute. This is this is a new segment right, of the podcast. On? Landlord talks. Phone calls. Welcome to nobody here named Josh, where Kevin gets evicted. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> okay, I will. I will. I will get my. I will get my brother on that. <laughs> oh my god! It's yeah, sounding more and more likely. Yeah, he just, just starts crying. <laughs> I will. I will get my brother on that. That's his so, dog. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Somebody's dog's been shitting on somebody's lawn. Probably just barking too much. You gotta get the spray bottle, bud. Anytime sp- the dog barks, it's my brother's. I'll, I'll take care little, of that. Little spritz of water. Yeah. I will. I will. I will call him right now. All right. Bye. His dog oh, got man, out. Oh man, that was a that was a little interruption that I never expected to have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now I'm gonna now we're gonna have another section of the podcast called "I Have to Call My Brother." <laughs> unexpected so, phone calls. Unexpected phone calls. That's part of the unexpected like, phone calls. I, I actually I, I was gonna say just call him after, but you know what? I'm really interested to know what's happening well, with the dogs. We, we, we got to do it now. Yeah, we got to do it now. Let's. This is, we've taken a yeah, turn. Hey, John, I just got a phone call from the landlord. You need to go home and quiet Darby. Oh my God, your dog's name's Darby too. Yeah, you, you got to go home and quiet Darby because she's been making noise since six o'clock and there was a complaint just now. Oof, that's rough. All right, I'm sorry, but I just got a phone call from Rick. Okay. Bye. Rick. Yeah, there you Damn. go. There you go. That was another section of unexpected phone calls. <laughs>
Go home and shut your dog up. Go home and shut your dog up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my, oh my god. god. Okay. So, that, yeah, dude, that... I can I can I can I can say from experience I've been on the receiving end of that and it is the most annoying shit in the world. Like I love dogs. I was a dog in a past life, I swear to God. But when it's like six thirty in the morning and you don't work till like ten or nine and the, all you hear is a dog whining like it's been shot for like hours on end it is oh my just god yeah awful it's awful yeah. awful and i hate it and it's the worst not even just dogs any animal that is any loud animal. at an absurd hour in the morning oh my god okay so my downstairs neighbor has this had this dog and she got it from a farm like so it was used to like running and, and playing in the sun and then like she would go to work super early in the morning and put the fucking thing in a cage Ooh. And then, like all I could, all I would hear is just torturous, horrible crying from this dog. I was just like, "Okay, this is this is getting ridiculous." So don't put your Jesus. Hmm. Still there? He died. Still... Oh, did Aaron die? Yeah, he 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 got so angry he oh. died. Oh, what happened? Oh, somebody tried to call me. Oh, what is happening? Everyone's getting calls. Everyone's getting, everyone's getting phone calls. calls. How are we so popular? Jesus. Not me, though. I don't have any friends. No. Oh, I'm your friend, oh. Will. Yeah, I'm your friend, oh, too. Oh, thank you. I'm just going to call Will now. <laughs> <laughs> just get meta on the show. Phone calls. Oh, man. Calls. Like, that was another segment of unexpected phone calls. Yeah. I just, I, I, the worst part is it's like I'm trying to do this on my phone. So I'm all I hear is like ringing. I'm like, oh, crap. What do I do? Help. Uh-huh. For sure All right, so, so let's go back to what we were talking about: Pepsi versus Coke. Yes, right? Pepsi versus Coke. Pepsi versus uh, Coke. So you talked about the new logo for a sec there. Yeah, because I, I remember they updated it. I think in the early two thousands, right? Like, yeah, that's not right. Because they they changed it marginally. Like let's let's be real. It's not like it was. They they. I remember them rolling it out and in the grocery store thinking like, oh, okay, that's. Cool. Here, I'll I'll paste a photo of the old one and the new one in the uh, in the Discord. Yeah, because there is a difference. It's it's but like I said, it's marginal. But apparently, like I looked into the branding guidelines for Pepsi because that's oh, a thing yeah. that I do. And uh, yeah, see, like it is different. It's the original Pepsi logo is a little bit more symmetrical, and so this one has like all these the, like that curvature to it. But apparently, that curvature has something to do with like the Earth and and something else. So like the guy put all this really really amazing time and effort into it, but I don't think anybody fucking knows. So it's one of those, like, hidden things that kind of went unnoticed, and I feel like it kind of flopped in the general public because, like, nobody really cares. It's it's pop. Like, I'm putting vodka in it. Like, leave me alone. See, like, when I, I, I see the Pepsi logo, and, like, I think back to when I was, like, a little kid, I had this foam ball, like, this rubber foam ball, and it was oh the my old God, yeah. Pepsi thing. I swear, I think it was the old Pepsi thing. Well, it's or literally, had the Pepsi colors. It had the Pepsi colors. I remember those. Though, I remember those balls too. Those those red, white, and blue ones. Yeah, bouncy balls. Yeah, it didn't necessarily have like the the curve and the line, but like no, no, yeah, it was, it was just like made of like hard, hard vinyl. Yeah, that would yeah. sting like a son of a bitch when you got oh, hit yeah. with it. Yeah, we oh, always used to get yeah. used to get like welts and bruises and shit. So you're so from from a personal personal perspective and and from uh, a design perspective, you would choose mm-hmm. Pepsi. Um, yeah, I mean, 
like again, just because it's like that's something. It reminds me of my grandmother. She'd always have like a Pepsi and a cigarette in her hand. That's probably why she died of cancer. But um, <laughs> it's I not the best combination. She, oh no, it's terrible. Like I'm thinking back as a kid. Like when I was a kid, I didn't pay any attention to it. I was just like, wow, that's really gross. No, no, you have like a crate of Pepsi in the back of your trunk every like. Just that's what she did, and so we'd go out, and she'd always just crack a Pepsi, warm all the time because it's in her oh, trunk. Oh, oh god! Yeah, I know that was, that, was, that was a powerful mix. Um, I think about it now, and I'm like, that is just one of the worst life decisions you can make. That's but... a goddamn power move, though. <laughs> no, it is. I'll it drink was... this fucking worse yeah. than lukewarm Pepsi. Yeah, it's like okay. when the, she used to get it in like the pallets. Remember, like you know how you can get beer sometimes, where it's just like a big cardboard oh, yeah. pallet with the with the plastic wrap on top. Yeah. yeah, she would have one of those in in the trunk of her Cadillac that had like the power trunk. So like we'd go to Bellevue Park and me and my sister would go play and she'd hit the button and the trunk would just open up and <laughs> and she'd be sitting there with a Pepsi and a cigarette. Oh god, the only thing I remember about my grandmother is like her chain smoking, like you wouldn't believe. Oh, they all smoked, man. It's oh crazy. man, they totally did. They all smoked. Not, okay, so not, not my so, grandmother. She refused. Will that's, what? That's what do you? What do you choose? Uh, well, oh man, it's now I'm like in between these, these two sides. <laughs> well, like, do you notice a taste difference? Like really? Like I, I actually, feel like it's yeah. so I original. Did. I did. Oh, like, it's very subtle, but like, if you notice it, you notice it. It's yeah. one of those things. So maybe I've just got a shit palate. Well, uh, well, you know. what I notice, it's very, like, it's very minor. Um, I think, like, I think I've just never had a Coke and a Pepsi at the same time to be able to be like mm, oh ooh, well, yeah well, you know that you should totally that, do that then that might you know, be I, it i'm gonna do like that wine before, tasting. before the next time that i join you guys on there's nobody here named josh I'm gonna plug the plug, plug the title plug the title. <laughs> before i come on the next one i'm going to do that i'm gonna do a taste test and i'll let you guys know what i find uh i was gonna bring up another soda question but i think i think that's what you should do with the with the other two sodas i was gonna bring up what, what's the time. other what's the, what's the other two yeah. Seven up and Sprite. Oh, seven up, seven up, hands down. I don't remember what either of them taste like. Seven up or Sprite? I really don't. I, Again, I don't, I don't remember. It, it, that, I think a lot of it comes down to the family brand. We're always a Seven Up family, um, and I've got like a ton of old Seven Up bottles from like the forties and stuff. It's really cool. Oh, I thought you really cool. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, my grandfather, we found them basement you have a couple that were laying around um sometimes with my dad would go do construction and things on houses and, and build stuff uh doing renovations or whatever like yeah this is something that the construction community does and i'm fucking calling you guys out right now they will hide shit in the walls what? or in, in the roof yeah like if they're having a coffee or um back in the 40s i don't know if they I don't think they do it anymore because there's strict regulations against it but like all you old dudes like yeah. they would, they would finish a pep, a Pepsi. Let's you say, you know, because you know, because old construction dudes are our demographic, right? You never know, man. We could have one, <laughs> and we're gonna get an angry letter. Yeah. So like they'll they'll like they'll like finish a thing, and then they would just stick it in the rafters or in the wall, and then like finish building the house so that there's like hidden gems of of old crap in. You have you probably have no. There's probably there's probably stuff in your walls right now. My dad was telling me a story of this old Italian guy he was working with sometimes, and they thought it was fucking hilarious to hide empty whiskey bottles in the in the in between the studs in the walls. And it's really? just like, it, yeah, it's hilarious. It's just like, yeah, grab, put put the bottle, put the bottle in the wall. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, just like that. 
yeah. That's how, so, they, that's how they would sound. So what I'm saying is, is everyone listening, take a sledgehammer and just start hacking away. <laughs> just at your demo walls. your walls. Just make sure it's a load bearing wall yeah, first, load -bearing and then walls. like kill that one before any yeah. other wall. Get in you there with a, with a flashlight, look around, because you never know what sort of hidden gems might be lurking in your walls. Because yeah, my dad recently was uh, just working on the awnings and uh, was pulling the ladder. I forget what they're called, but up the the airway flow thingy. Thing he's gonna kill me. Uh, yeah. Did and your dad? Did your dad listen to this? Probably not. No, he's not. Um, he's, not very, <laughs> he's not in that kind of stuff. But yeah, no. we found uh, we found an old uh, an old Seven Up bottle and an old uh, Orange Crush bottle, and they're from like the sixties. Yeah, yeah, hey. it was really cool. That is pretty cool. And, uh, and yeah, he was he was laughing. So he started telling me about this thing. This is a thing that that people do. <laughs> I was like, that's that's really fucked up. That is ridiculous. But right. also, so seven up because that's that's my favorite mixed drink is a gin and seven. Well, I I honestly have no idea. I forget what Sprite or Seven Up tastes like because it's been like sugar, sugar and citrus. Several years. Yeah, that's it. It's been several years since I've had a pop of any kind, except if you count, and I don't count this, but across the river in Sioux, Michigan, it's the only place I've been able to find it, are these little water flavor packets that, that was like A&W root beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You you were telling you, me about this. Yeah, A and W root beer and crush like crush orange and crush you know lime and stuff. Um, it's like that's it's like Kool Aid, only, but yeah, it's know. like Kool Aid, but it's the flavor of A and W. But that's the only kind that that I've ever uh, mm -hmm. I have I've had in a while. So I honestly don't remember. See, I think I think a good indicator of a pop is it's watered down factor and that you're usually getting pop and stuff like that is if you're getting fast food and so when you get fast food and you order a pop there's always going to be a shit ton of ice and in my experience i've always found that like sprite really loses its taste as soon as you start to get some ice. well if you're going to a fast food place and you like you put your your cup under the under the freaking tap and you, mm -hmm. you press the button you're gonna see like if you actually watch it if you get like coke or pepsi it goes from like brown to like clear to brown mm -hmm. to clear like it's it just water. cycles between water. water and the and the water, soda, right? Well, yeah, because what the, it's carbonated water, and so they don't actually have soda in the machines. It's a syrup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what's happening is it's mixing the syrup and the soda water because at the same, at the same time. Yeah, because it's um, more cost effective and it takes up less space than having like big kegs of pre-mixed pop. So yeah, it's it's like actually. So what you're drinking is mixed soda or it's syrup. <laughs> so if you want soda, go to like the store or something. Yeah, and it, yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's gnarly. I've actually um, changed a few of those before. I've worked fast food and uh, at restaurants. It's weird when you get like the syrup on your hand and you taste it. It's just like concentrated Coke, a cola. Have <laughs> 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 to be careful well, with that one. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, was um, about to say that. Okay, I need to actually give my opinion on Coke and Pepsi first before yeah, we right. go on. It's right. it's gonna be like super underwhelming. Okay. Uh, it is Pepsi. It it is definitely Pepsi. Um, All right. Like simply because like like it like sim um similar to to Aaron, it's what like was around the house when I grew up. Mm -hmm. and that, that fucking ball thing. <laughs> Yeah. That ball thing is like, 
I don't, and I don't know where it went. I don't know where we got it from, and I don't know where it went. They just appear and then they vanish. Oh, those were everywhere. I think that was just like they were. They were a. They were a popular dog chew toy too, man. Yeah, I think at like one point in history, that was just like the toy. You know how we have like Power Rangers and Street Sharks, and there was a point where it's like Beyblades. ball. <laughs> ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids, do you like brown rubber things? Well, get your hands on new ball. <laughs> uh, everyone check loves it out today everyone loves Every, a ball yeah. everyone loves balls <laughs> want to play catch with your dad <laughs> don't have a dad play catch with a wall get your hands on ball <laughs> oh, hey man. there it is we there should start we writing jingles man that would be cool for fake <laughs> products all right everyone, so let's let's, let's everyone do... likes getting their hands on balls <laughs> oh, god <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Endless so hours of fun with your favorite ball. Let's let's do one more, Will. Let's do okay. one more before we head into our favorite fictional characters. Okay, so we did Pepsi and Coke. We did yeah. Seven Up and Sprite. Uh, okay, which I'm I'm more of a Seven Up person. I, I personally I yeah, get more same. of like the more of the actual taste in Seven Up than Sprite. And it mixes it mixes so well with booze. Oh my god, I know. Um. So I guess we can take the like the final carbonated thing off this list, Monster and Rockstar. Oh, Ooh. I <laughs> again I haven't had either. Okay, sorry, sorry. I have. Kevin, had, I, I, I'm sorry, man, but I have. <laughs> I've had a monster and I've had a rock star, but I never finished them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'll take like I, a few. I don't I'll, blame you. I'll take like a few sips and I'll keep them for like an hour and then they just sit there and I just don't. Yeah. Then it gets all warm and starts to lose its carbonation. But I I don't remember what they taste like. I just don't. I I try, but I just don't remember. They taste like bad decisions. (laughs) That's probably the best answer I've heard. Like, like if you were to take, if you were to take like bad decision, and then just just marinate it in in like blueberries and sadness. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. Calling that, out, Ross. Yeah. Oh. That's the stuff you drink. It's that, so Jesus. bad for you. It is bad. so oh, it, bad. It is for awful. You. It is completely Ugh. awful. It doesn't stop me though when I need like energy yeah. in the immediate. Well, there's other things you can have that will give you energy. You know, yeah, almost- like. Anything cocaine. else and cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. At, at this point, the amount of monsters and rock stars that people drink, it'd probably be healthier for you if you did take a snort of, of cocaine. I feel like it would. <laughs> we do not be. condone no cocaine use. No, we do not condone drug use. But you know, these days, like you know, you can't really condone anything. No. Um. <laughs> well, in the whole zeitgeist of things. Exactly. Okay, so um, so, I've had I've had monster. You've had monster when I've partaken in that horrible, horrible juice, the the nectar of sin. Um, The nectar of sin. uh, I've had Rockstar, but usually monster because there's like a couple flavors that I've had that I'm like, oh, this isn't the worst thing that I could put in my mouth. That this, you know, maybe I'll. Oh, and then I finish one and immediately regret it as my whole body starts vibrating. There, there's a lot of worse things you can have in your mouth. Oh, there's so it's many true. worse things I can be putting in my mouth. But. Exactly. So many bad things. 
<laughs> very true all right um, so so what's your decision like my mine is i i don't remember the taste of them so i can't really have a, a choice between the two i'm really? i'm with monster personally monster <clears throat> yeah they have they have more i guess like more flavors that i've seen that i like yeah uh when i do go for one of them they, they have one and this is weird to me they have three actually uh it, it's just coffee Wait, like wait, yeah. it's not it's not carbonated, no, um, yeah, I've seen which that. I'm sure was your first question, Kevin. <laughs> no, no, car um, carbonated coffee. I I've seen I've seen carbonated coffee. Mm -hmm. I and have like, actually. Oh I, no. I need to, well, I, need I like I like that. when they do like the bottled Starbucks drinks. Like that's cool. I'll get like a frappuccino every now. Oh yeah, that's I I I actually cannot do that at all. <laughs> it does not agree with me. What? Yeah. Starbucks? The the bottled Starbucks. The bottled. Oh uh, uh, yeah. I'm having Although, a Starbucks. I'm having a Starbucks oh, drink right now. They they don't agree with anyone. Like when you buy those, you strictly sign a contract getting the runs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. I'm having a Starbucks drink right now, but it's not one that's on the menu though. I choose neither. Don't put that shit in your body. If <laughs> if you are living a life where you have to drink fucking jet fuel for humans, reevaluate. That's well, that, that, that's my. I've been reevaluating for years. Yeah, just make an espresso. Well, there there is a there is an energy drink out there called Nos. Oh, I've had Nos. Yeah, that stuff again is like nitrous oxide. That's I, you know, yeah. Nos. I remember drinking that as a kid and just being like, "This is amazing." Here's a here's a story about Nos. It's not really all that exciting, but when I was in Toronto, I was working for way naked. to sell it. I know. I was working for Naked News in Toronto. Nice. That's a, okay. That's a, plug. that's a plug for Naked News. Yeah, I used to work in the porno industry. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, we still um, need that one. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna have a what? Pepsi. Are you gonna have a Pepsi? I'm gonna have a Pepsi. Yeah, I used to work. I used to work for the adult entertainment industry, but again, that's a whole other podcast, and we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but uh, we 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 were going to some we were going to some festival in Toronto Island. I forget what it was called. There you go. Ooh. Rip it and rip it. The smooth, refreshing taste of Pepsi. It, not sponsored, but we wish it was. <laughs> Come on, but PepsiCo. We, but we wish it was. Um, we were going if to any, some, Yeah, if anybody listens from PepsiCo. Um, but we were going to some some festival or something like that on, on Toronto Island. And and the whole thing was sponsored. I, I've heard of that one. By NOS. I forget what it was called. Yeah, I've heard of some festival. Some, some festival. Some festival. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite festival to go to. Oh go over, yeah, go over here. But it was it was covered with NOS because it was completely sponsored by it. Like all the boats, like you That's had cool. to go over to Toronto Island on a boat, right? So the entire boat was sponsored by NOS. Nice. There were coolers. please tell me it was just covered in decals of of NOS. It was. Yeah. It totally was. <laughs> so, uh, there there were there were coolers and barrels and oh, just everything with NOS in it. I like their branding. I'm not going to lie. Like, I like the look of NOS. I remember when they were coming in the plastic bottles that looked like the actual NOS tanks. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that that's the thing, thing, too, is like, yeah, you've got a, that is basically, it's, it's a nitrous oxide company. So it's like, make your car go fast, make your heart go fast. <laughs> make you die. Yeah. Make you die. Yeah. I thought NOS was like, that was pretty cool. It was like, that was the thing was like, it's an energy drink. And I was, I like their whole gimmick it was all right it was all right i think I a safe um like general life thing avoid energy drinks as much as you can yes, yes. Please, please don't drink energy drinks don't so drink bad for you 
believe so, it or not, Red yeah. Bull doesn't give you actual wings. No, it gives you heart palpitations. Red Bull yeah. doesn't give you wings, it gives you heart palpitations. Red Bull is for people in college who mix it with vodka and then wind up waking yeah. up in the hospital. In the quad, yeah. Yeah. All right. So so let's move on to our actual topic of the of the podcast now. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Uh fictional characters. Your favorite fictional characters. Now, what's really cool is that earlier this week, before we uh taped this, um, I put on Facebook uh a shout out. Oh, that's right. I put on Facebook. Yes, I saw that and, actually. And we actually have responses back. <gasps> Whoa, I know, dude. I know. Community um, interaction at its finest. Now, uh, we'll get to them later. <laughs> we'll get to them later. Uh, but oh. I'm not going to say anybody's. Okay, why? Fine. You want to do it now? You ate your damn. <laughs> you ate your damn turn, community. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's let's do that later. Let's just put that off for later. But uh, let's go with Will. Oh. Yeah. Let's. I want to hear your. Okay. I want to hear your favorite fictional characters. Me too. Now, uh, I, I don't. So, I don't know how many you picked, but let's let's hear them. Well, you told me three, so I I yeah. got three. Okay, three works. Um, so are we going like a one, one, one thing or are we going like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three? You can, well, well, all of yours at one point, you can just name them all down, down the road. It doesn't have to. Yeah, we're not, we're not writing them. It's just, we're not writing them. They're all equal. Equal love. Okay. They're all equal love. All right. All right. I appreciate that because my choosing process was extraordinarily difficult. All equal love. Um, okay. Well, I mean. I, I actually did put a lot of thought into this. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, probably too much. <laughs> oh, dude, you have no idea. I'm right there with you. Uh, so one of the one of the characters I actually chose was uh, Ash from Pokemon, okay. specifically generations one through four Pokemon. Okay, okay. you know, so that, that's a character I've heard of. <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot of people have heard of Ash Ketchum because yeah. he's got to catch them all. You got to catch That's them right. all. That's his whole thing. Yeah. So, um, I like I'm I'm huge into Pokemon. I've seen like Indigo League, the Orange Islands, uh, Johto Journeys, and like the the Hoenn Adventures and, and the Diamond Pearl. Like, I've, I've seen I've seen all of that. Mm-hmm. And then once it hit to like Pokemon Black and White, it kind of fell a little bit. Okay, as it happens. Yeah. As it happens. Yeah. As, These as, things as, happen. As it does, yeah. So from generation one in Pokemon, he was very like it was it was all new to him. He didn't know what was going on. And you can see that he was learning along the way. And as like each other generation came out, you can see that he was taking his past experiences in the previous sort of uh region he was in mm-hmm. uh with the typings and the movesets and whatnot of Pokemon, and he was able to apply that knowledge into that generation. Um, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah, you, you want to see all that, the right? way. Yeah, that went all the way up to Generation 4, where I think a lot of people can agree with me. Gen 4 was one of his best parties that he's ever had in the Pokemon League. Hmm. Gen 5 happened and like he got hit in the head or whatever. Maybe he like he flew too high when he was going to Unova, I don't know, but he forgot everything. Oh, oh god. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was basically like a Gen 1 thing all over again. <laughs> what? This, like, this just, kid has had... Spot. Oh my god, this kid has had the hardest life out of any... It's just like at a young age, some old 
professor's like, here you go, kid. Take this monster. Now run away from home. Take this electric mouse. Go take over the world. Go on, kid. Get out of here. I got to talk to you. <laughs> and then, like, he just travels the world. And then and then after all that, and, and he learns and he loves and he experiences the fruit of life. And then he gets fucking amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the best part, though. It's not just him. It's his Pikachu that gets amnesia, too. What? Because, like... Well, they'll have the same, like, he'll he'll have, um, like, Volt Tackle, Quick Attack, Iron Tail, uh, Electro Ball, whatever, Thunderbolt, <laughs> um, at, like, way, way, way early levels, but with how, we've all, I'm sure, like, at least two of us have played Pokemon games for sure. Okay, I've played Pokemon. Then we've I all was, played Pokemon. I've been I there, was, I, I was there at the beginning, man. Yeah, me too. I was hustling kids in the playground, man. We used to play for pinks, right? If uh, if we play, if you yeah. play Pokemon with me in elementary school and you lost, I was taking your shit. That's how we played for hardcore. So, <laughs> like, with how um, like with how Pokemon works, you gain levels and experience. Pikachu should be level a hundred all the time, but he just gets yeah. reset back to like five. That's yeah. Wow, that's crazy. See, see, you lost me after like I watched. When I watched Pokemon, I watched Pokemon like when it was on TV for like maybe the first six months of it, and then I stopped. So <laughs> I, I didn't really, I didn't really see a lot of Pokemon. I played the first three games, the first three colors. Mm-hmm. And, those are fun. And, and oh, those were amazing. That's all I played. You know. Uh, I ha- I had a girlfriend at the time who was who was now my wife, but I had a girlfriend at the time who's who plays all the Pokemon. <laughs> like she's played the- she's played it all. And I can and- actually give you uh, a little bit of trivia about Pokemon Yellow. Oh, this is a fun one for me. Hmm. Um, so with Red and Blue in the like with how it all works in Generation One, trainers like the way their AI is, they mm-hmm. use super effective moves before anything else. <laughs> So in the Elite Four, uh, which is like the Pokemon League, like the, the big final challenge you were building up to, um, I think it's Lorelei, the first Elite Four member. She has a Dugong that has Rest, which is a psychic move and doesn't do any damage. It just puts Dugong. her Pokemon to sleep and restores all of her HP. Um, but they could just use their moves infinitely because like, there wasn't enough memory to deal with like all the stats ever like made always <laughs> wow so you could get yourself in a soft lock where you can't kill um i say i say kill you can't defeat dugong and you can't progress so in pokemon yellow oh my God. they actually had to give her like special ai like they had to redo her whole uh trainer class to be get a specific out, eh? thing Wow, that's a that's a piece of history that I had no idea. Ah, the rich world of programming. <laughs> so, so what's your second one? First one was Ash Ketchum. So, what's your <laughs> second one? Specifically, Ash Ketchum Gen One through Four. Okay. <laughs> Just so he doesn't forget all the things, he should be like twenty eight. He's still ten. I know. Okay. Like, yeah, that's. I like how instead of like making him like it's Ash in college, it's like no, it's Ash with brain trauma. Basically, well, it's it's the same thing as The Simpsons, right? The Simpsons yeah. have been on for thirty years, and Bart's still ten years old. Yeah, that's true. He lives in perpetual hell, and Maggie's yeah. still a baby. Yeah, that's always. 
You know what I mean? So what, what, what's, your yeah. sec- what, what's your second one? Okay. Uh, well, my second character um, is actually Naruto Uzumaki. Bless you. <laughs> oh, you mean you didn't sneeze? I'm sorry. No, no, okay. it's it's an anime. That's okay. I'm bringing the weeb shit in. Okay. Oh, gosh. Um. So <laughs> he, the deal with with Naruto is he had one goal, and that was to become Hokage. That was to become like basically the mayor of his village and, <laughs> and do all the do all the cool things. But he had one of the basically a demon locked inside of him oh yeah that like he was forced into he couldn't well, he was a baby like he was born here's a demon inside of you yeah we have a nice this, life we gotta put this demon in this baby i'm sorry oh god okay yeah so yeah. everyone yeah. in the village knew this and they, they shunned him they they pushed him away so the kid had nothing which is the most ridiculous thing because that whole process like saved them right like it was they had to stick that thing in them because it was like murdering the landscape. And so they basically made this baby a martyr and they're like, okay, well we have to sacrifice this baby to put this demon in him so it doesn't kill everybody. And then he grows up and everybody just hates him. It's like, what the hell? I think the, I think it's a fear thing. Like I'm pretty sure everyone in the village feared that the, the nine tailed demon Fox would escape Mm -hmm. and just wreak havoc using Naruto as an avatar, which Sort of did happen parts yeah. in different parts in the series, but again, it's it's just like okay, instead of fostering th- this child and like you know giving him a positive upbringing so that doesn't happen, they just constantly emotionally abuse him. Yep. <laughs> so it's like except for for old man third Hokage, he was like, "All right, here's here's oh, money, yeah. live, yeah, have a he, life." Yeah, he was good. To, he was good to know. I like. That was a great show, actually. I was a big fan of. Uh, oh, it was amazing. Naruto for a while. A friend of mine that I went to college with actually got me into that and we powered through a bunch of the series. It was, it was good. I yeah. I watched the entire thing, like Naruto, and then the continuation of Shippuden. Awesome. Now I'm watching um, Naruto Generations, which is just Boruto, because <laughs> I think it's made sick. by different people. Okay. But, yeah. Wow. Well, and he he got older too, right? Like he wasn't. You know, he grew. Which was yeah. kind of neat to see. So you got like good. Yeah, he went from like don't... an eight-year-old kid who could, you know, clone himself. Oh um, my god, the sexy jutsu. Yep. <laughs> Just want to bring that up real quick. Is like what? the single greatest move in the history of martial arts <laughs> or anime. Okay. Can I just take a moment to spoil everything in that whole show? Please, please do. Yes, yes, go for it. Spoiler alert! So, spoiler alert! Yeah, for huge spoiler alert. This is just like one portion of the final battle. Uh, in Naruto Shippuden. So, Sasuke, sh- uh, I'm such a fucking weeb. You just have to, just have to go that extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, you're like a guy I knew who had to consistently pronounce Perrier as Perrier, and it just made him sound like the biggest jackass, because we'd go out and he'd just teach, <laughs> talk like a normal white guy, but then just be like, oh yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just have Perrier, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> But that's okay. I get it. I get it. It's a respect for the co- for the thing. I understand. A uh, part of it is actually just to be annoying. So okay. I'm glad it's working. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, they uh, they were fighting like the the big baddie, the the big you know ooh big scary yep. dude. So <sighs> I I am to this day 
I, I applaud the writers for this. What Naruto did was he, he did, you know, the Shadow Clone Jutsu. So there was a bunch of mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Classic. And then, yep. And then he did the sexy Jutsu. However, he, he gender bent it because the, fin- like, the big final opponent was a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So he did like a sexy Jutsu himself. It was it was a reverse harem jitsu, I think it was called. Oh my god! And it worked. <laughs> so it was, was it just like a thousand? Just a bunch of like dudes. hot dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and like oh. so, Sasuke, Sakura, and I think Kakashi was even there. They were all just watching, all wide eyed. Like, wait, that worked. Oh my god! This was the first hit god. they were able to land on this chick. That's amazing. Kakashi was the dude. He had like the silver spiky hair and the one eye. Yeah. He always. Oh, he had like a Sharingan or whatever. But he always wore his yeah, bandana he, over. Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was super. He was probably my. He favorite had an amazing show. arc throughout the whole series. I really liked him. It was, and he was. He was always pretty nice to. He was always pretty nice to Naruto too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was a pretty chill uh, instructor until he did the, you know. The, the secret hidden leaf jutsu. Oh, God, yeah. Like that finger of death or whatever. Yeah. You know, they actually do that in Japan. What? Yeah, that's a thing. I forget what it's called. Um, there's Fing- a name. Finger of death? Yeah, like you, it's like school that's children. That's not actually what it's called, but. Do it to each other, and it's like a, uh, it's like a form of endearment or something, but it's like, it's like, you know how you, you screw around on the playground, and then like you give each other wet willies and stuff? Okay. Well, this is like a Japanese version of like the Wet Willy, where like you sneak up behind your buddy and you just give him a finger up the butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, just, you just come what? up behind him and then like yeah, you put both your hands together in like like a double finger gun and then interlock your fingers and then just like sneak up behind your buddy and like yeah, just just go right up between the crack. And, yeah, uh... I've seen a statue. There's a statue of it somewhere. Oh my There's god! A statue of it. Yeah, it's like it's a cultural thing, and it's hilarious. And I did it to my buddy one time, and he was super pissed. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, rightfully, love rightfully so, rightfully so. He was very upset, but I thought it was the funniest shit in the world because you don't expect it, and that is—it <laughs> just goes to show you how different cultures are, right? Like over there, yeah, well, yeah North American culture compared to Japanese culture, right there, that is yeah. like a huge difference. Well, and I mean, te- that, like technically, that's a hundred percent sexual harassment, but yes, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, but like, Easy. so don't don't do that to anyone. Yeah, don't go ever. doing that. I, I I think that I think that was a thing that faded away in yeah. Japan. Yeah, but people it's started like... to realize how fucked it was. Oh, oh my god, that's not nearly as fucked as what kids and were doing. I'm not gonna go into detail about it, but Google uh, seagulling. Oh, oh no! God. Oh yeah. no! Google, Google that later. That's a fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. Please, please do. <laughs> okay, so so oh, your your first one was Ash Ketchum Generations One to Four. Got to be specific. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The second one was Naruto. Naruto from... Uzumaki. Okay. Uzumaki. What What's your third one? Oh, I just because so, I kind of interrupted him. Final thoughts on Naruto? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so he did have that that you know that full arc, and he they brought back that fucking sexy jitsu joke <laughs> after so long of never hearing from it. The writers are like, I, yeah. "Hey, remember this?" I loved that. It was my favorite. 
Let's do it again against the yeah. super like god that we have to kill. But that's some amazing fan service, though. Oh, it you is. Gotta, you gotta it give really it to is. them, like especially like you said, if it hadn't been around for a while, and then they like, they pulled that one out. Awesome. Yeah. Also, they were like sixteen when they hmm. killed a god. So nice. let's let's really think about as how as you are normally. Works. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, when when it's Pokemon games, you're ten and you, you catch God in a ball. So that's right. Well, like literally every Japanese anime is like all the characters are like fourteen. Yeah, and it's that's like yeah, it's always so funny. You see, like, it looks like a fully grown dude, but he's like, no, I'm in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the super like ultra bodybuilder is like i'm just your average high school student oh yeah you want to see something like yeah watch baki the grappler oh christ amazing amazing show it's so unnecessary and just over the top but yeah that's one of the characters baki is in like high school and he's just like makes schwarzenegger look like a little bitch (laughs) he's just like nothing but muscle and beef and it's so funny Oh my god. Jesus. Okay. So what's so so what's your third one? So um I I I mentioned this before the podcast that this was the roadblock for me. Like this one I had to really, really think about. Okay. Um and I ended up deciding against the um the one I mentioned to you guys, which was oh, okay. uh, Danny right. Sexbang from the <laughs> uh from the wonderful comedy band Ninja Sex Party. That is awesome. the best. That is the best name I've ever heard, Danny yeah. Sexbang. I'm a yeah. fan. I'm a fan of this. That, that, that's yeah. Um, wow. Like okay. a, 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 a lot of his music, obviously ridiculous. He has three cover albums, which are really, really well done. I'm gonna have to look into this because this sounds amazing. Is it like? Danny, oh yeah, Danny Sexbang sings Frank Sinatra. Is like. Is that <laughs> like <laughs> um. Well, I heard, first I off, the cover that. albums. Are called Under the Covers. Okay. Oh, awesome. For Ninja Sex Party. And like basically, it's it's a like Danny's a Jew. He is actually Jewish. Uh, so okay. it's a Jewish man and his best murderous friend, Ninja Brian. And they just sing about dicks and, and dinosaurs in space. Awesome. As as one and does. As one, yeah. as one does. As one does. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's 2020. It's a bold new world, you know. You That's right. Oh, that was like 2013. What, what about they sing about dicks and dinosaurs in space? What about dinosaur dicks in space? Mm. I think you're onto something. I you think might I be might onto be. something there. We I might, might be. we might be able to dig into the lore of this. Got to call um, him up. Call up sex band. <laughs> hey, Dan Abaddon, look, I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> These dinosaurs um, in space. What are their dicks like? So. Yeah, I decided against choosing Danny Sexbang as one of my favorite fictional characters of all time. And instead, I went for Taco. That's T-A-A-K-O. Okay. <laughs> okay. Taco. Taco. High Elf Wizard from the, uh, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast, The Adventure Zone. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, you, you got me at Dungeons and Dragons. I have no idea who you're talking about, but I, I'm interested. <laughs> um, so a little background on the Adventure Zone or Taz, as they call it for whatever reason. Nice. Um, n- not you know, not the acronym purposes at all. That would be r- ridiculous. Um, no, of course. So it's three brothers: uh, Griffin, Justin, and Travis McElroy, and their dad, Clint McElroy. 
and they're all just playing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons with each other, mm-hmm. like from states apart. And they oh. made it into um, into a podcast. Uh, so, Justin, the oldest brother, he made a character named Taco. <laughs> so good. To be ridiculous with it. So good. That that's why. Why do you like him then? Well, um, if if I could perfectly mimic his voice, I would. I cannot, so I won't. Um, but that's, it's like a voice. That's why you totally have to try. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, now you have to do it. <laughs> oh, God. What even was it? It was so long ago. Well, maybe, is there a clip you can you can pop no, up I, here? I can't actually pull up a clip. Now, obviously, <laughs> obviously, due to copyrights, we can't play it, but we'll put those clips on our social media, and, and people can, can have a listen when, when we start, when they get to this point of the podcast. If yeah, they don't let me re- pull up the uh, the mongoose rant. Okay, this um will all so, make sense in context. Taco, I'll, I'll pop it. I'll pop it in the Discord. Um, so yeah, Taco. He um, here's the thing with Taco, right? He had like a full, absolute, complete character arc in like a shitty fucking podcast. I say shitty. It was actually amazing. It was a super well done thing that they did. Um, there's like proper character development. You can see the changes in Taco's like attitude towards um, everyone else in the party and just the world around him. Mm-hmm. He basically went from, yeah, fuck everything to <laughs> let's save this goddamn universe. Awesome. And there's like there's there's so much about the character that is just that is just great. Like the the witty humor that Justin uh, like works in for basically anything. It, it is super well done. It is super um, like I, I don't know how I don't know how he did it, but it was it was fucking great. I have to rethink my list here. <laughs> you've, you've, you've opened my eyes to a few things that like this is oh. See, I, I like that, and that's I think that's one of the coolest things about the sort of new D&D culture is we're getting a lot more exposure to it, which I think is a double-edged sword, because on one hand, you're seeing people like this, right, where getting this creativity, and I, I think that's so cool, too, that he's playing with his dad. Like, that's that's dope. Like, I, I don't think I could oh, ever Oh, his dad, dad knows nothing about D&D, too. Which is awesome, right? Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I'd never be able to get my dad to do something like this. I, but... I'd never be able to get my dad to play D&D, either. Like I can just I can just try and picture him. Oh, same, no. but for totally different reasons than, oh, than you man. guys. Yeah, but I think it's oh, so man. cool that, that that you get to see so many creative people are given an outlet now, and you know, and you can join along with them in this thing. That's the coolest part about D and D too is is it's so expansive and oh yeah, like I've been playing for like uh, five six years now and. And like you, there are people who have a campaign with the same characters that's been running for over twenty years, and it's like yeah. if you, you know, like if you love Lord of the Rings and there's only so many books, well, guess what? You can be that now and just play for the rest of your life. Now it's real. Now it's yeah. now it's a thing. You you roll a dice and you, mm-hmm. you do the thing. And that's oh, I, I absolutely absolutely love D and D. We need to get back into our campaign that we. Oh can my play god, for we do. I uh, like I just wrapped up one of the chapters on. <clears throat> on a on a campaign I was doing, nice. 
and with how you like with how you mentioned D was so like expansive and it can kind of go like everywhere and you can be as creative as, as you want i was able to like actually set where we were in the real world and work with the D like pre-existing rules and mm-hmm. just apply it to different things in real life and see how it fit together awesome hmm Actually, that would remind that gives me a segue into something from Acquisitions Incorporated. Actually, they one uh, game that they ran, and this is the podcast that I've been watching um, for forever, and I'll talk about them later because I think I'm going to pick one of his characters as well. Um, but they ended up in the real world, and they ended up at like Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> Huh, well, wow. and what's okay. what's oh, what's so amazing? Yeah, like at the Wizards of the Coast headquarters. Because well, what's so cool about Acquisitions Incorporated is their DM is uh, was Chris Perkins, who is a writer for D and D. Like he writes like the monster manuals and some of the story modules and books and stuff. And now their current DM they switched um, to another employer, uh, and he's the guy that writes like the rule books and stuff. And so like their so their dungeon masters actually work for the company that makes D&D. Like, it's, it's really cool to see that. And the guys that created Acquisitions Incorporated actually created Penny Arcade. That's something I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Penny Arcade's a series of comics, um, and then they created uh, their own sort of comic, uh, their own convention, so it's PAX, uh, Penny Arcade Expo, and it's actually gotten really popular in the last couple of years. Now, actually, since, uh, I'd, I'd say, you know, 20... 13, 2014, around there. It's been getting just massive traction, and uh, I've been wanting to go fucking forever, but it's just not in the cards, baby. You'll get I'm there. Looking into Acquisitions Incorporated on on the Apple Podcasts app right now, just to see yeah. if I can. Yeah, so it started out as a podcast, and then once um uh, the Penny Arcade Expo started taking off, they started move. They moved their podcast to doing their games as live shows in front of like 2000 people. So, oh, is that what all this like PAX stuff is then? Yeah, all that PAX stuff is them. So they took their podcast and, so instead of doing the podcast, they decided they were going to do a game once every art Penny Arcade Expo. So once every PAX, so I think they do like two two or three a year. And Oh, uh, wow. okay. Oh, yeah, wow. That's, that's cool. So, yeah, so like I mean every game is only is you know it's months apart before you get to see a game but you know they're like a good three hour it's like a three now, two, is two it, and a half is, three hour game is it a continuation of the same game or is it a different game yes game? no is a continuation of the same the same characters oh god that must get so art. hard to remember everything oh dude but that's what i mean these guys are on another level dude like their dm works for wizards of the coast so and then they had this guy i think his name is the czar of happiness and he makes all like he was making all the models, um, like the the terrain Ooh. for them. Yeah, and so like they would come out, and the stage is all decorated. And sometimes they'd come out in the, dressed up in their characters' costumes, and then they would have like the terrain on the table under like a big blanket, and then they'd like lift the sheet up or whatever, and there'd be these massive, expansive um, terrain that they got to play on. Like, oh, it was just this is D and D played at like top tier. And it just, in my opinion, blows everybody else out of the water. Well, when when you started up like Lich Politics, which like we have to do that again, yeah. Um, like you you saw, I I was there in like the full thing. Oh hell yeah, and that's half the fun. Is dressing up, like, I, I love 100%. that aspect. And like the the getting right in character, 
when, like when I played as the character, when <laughs> I played, when I played D and D back in, you know, late nineties, early two thousands, we never, we never dressed up as the characters. We, we tried, we tried to do voices and whatnot, but, <laughs> but we never dressed up as characters and, well, like I mean that. that that takes a lot of effort too. But that's but. that sounds like fun though. If I started doing D and D like that, I would probably would still be playing to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So well, mm-hmm. then, then that's that's a perfect segue into uh, into into what you cut off there for a second. Oh, sorry, into my list. All right. Well, then then excellent. Uh, Let's hear it. Nice All right. Sec- so so the first one I'm gonna go with, uh, and this is the hard part too, because for my list, like I was telling Kevin, I have just way too many way way too many favorite fictional characters like i can't have favorite movies i have favorite directors or like favorite themes or things because like i have never been the kind of person like you know that that whole desert island thing oh yeah like, what, what what top five movies would you bring on the desert island and i'm like i have i can't tell you that man there's like 300 that i would want to bring <laughs> I, I have yeah that's that, that, I, that was that was my issue with picking yeah. the characters like there are so many characters that exist that i like i was like I oh know. god like i i had to make like a list of criteria i had to completely remove star wars and like anime and video games out of my list because i was just like i can't because I, it's not even fair like for star wars there's like 15 characters I'm just in love with like same with uh, video games and Storm stuff. Trooper six thousand seven hundred and eighty-eight. Right? He's like my favorite. <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> He's that, the best. Yeah, that's my favorite too. That was one hundred percent such a good character. The, just arc. off the top of my head, there was a well, Vader, Boba, um, was amazing. Dirge, I freaking love Dirge. His whole arc was wild. Um, and then expanding onto the whole LucasArts lexicon, Mad Mardigan from Willow, an amazing fucking character. But oh yeah, so. All that aside, my favorite, um, one of my favorite fictional characters, because I had to pick from Acquisitions Incorporated, is going to have to be Jim Dark Magic, played by Mike Krahulik, who's uh, one of the artists for Pony Arcade, and is literally one of the funniest, most ridiculous characters I've ever seen put to anything in my life. Um, I've never laughed so hard watching just like four people at a table screw with each other on the level that they do and it's always Mike Krulik and and Jim Dark Magic of the New Hampshire Dark Magics. Um <laughs> his his character is out of this world. So he plays a he plays a wizard. He's a human wizard. And I already love it. And he's just like he's got like long black hair, he's like purple, like purple clothes. Um, he's got like two wands that he sort of does like the, the pistol shot, like bang, bang, finger bang things with whenever he comes out. It's really funny. Oh yeah. But like, he, does he like, does he do prestidigitation to shoot like a little shot? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. When like, he does it? He's the, like, he's a, a showboat and a narcissist and like, he just, and it's really interesting. Cause like, I don't think Mike is like that at all in real life. Like he seems like he's sort of kind of quiet, reserved guy. And uh, or I could be totally wrong, but um, but when he comes out on stage and he, and he gets into the Jim Dark Magic persona, and it is just goddamn hilarity every time. And I mean, so he's got Omen Drawn, sort of like the, the. This is interesting too because when they set up Acquisitions Incorporated as a as a troupe, they did it as like it's a business. So their whole D and D thing is to go around and like acquire treasure. And so Omen Drawn is technically the CEO. And then you've got Jim Dark Magic, Viari, uh, Binwin Bronzebottom, who later sort of opts out. Um, 
much other ancillary characters. They had Will Wheaton in there, actually. Seriously? Yeah, Will Wheaton was one of the reoccurring characters playing a, a highborn elf. I think Aelfell, uh, his name was, and they kept calling him Al. He got so <laughs> pissed. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the girl's name. She's a ginger. She's really, really good, too, actually. She's got a really fun character arc. Um, and then they started branching out. They got the C team. But just an example of Jim's ridiculousness. They were tracking down um, a lair that had some green dragons because the green dragons had stolen eggs from a copper dragon. And in case anybody doesn't know, all metallic dragons are good, all solid color dragons are bad. So they're going to this castle that's run by some dragon cultists. They're going in there to find the And so at some point, they get in this big kerfuffle and they're, you know, they're, they find the eggs and they're running from these dragons. They, they turn the corner, and there's a green dragon. And Benwin's there with him, and Jim took the eggs, and he put them in, like, a portable hole, so the dragon knows that one of them has the eggs. So the DM's like, all right, like, what do you guys do? And, and the whole audience is like, on the edge of their seat, and so Jim just goes, um, I cast Minor Illusion, so it looks like Benwin is holding a clutch of eggs, and I run. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so he does it. And then the dragon attacks Benwin, who's the dwarf, and everyone's just dying. And he looks at him on the table, he's like, what the hell? Why did you do that? <laughs> and, and, like, that's the shit that he pulls all the time. And then, like, sometimes he does amazing stuff. And it's just, he's so goddamn creative and so damn funny. And he's, he's DM'd a guest spots where it's done, like, um, they call them gym interludes. Where, <laughs> so he'll DM a thing. And one of them was, like, a murder mystery night where Jim Dark Magic was uh, dead and they had to figure out like who killed him and, and how and whatever. But he wasn't supposed to actually be dead, but it turned out he was dead and his soul was trapped in a crystal and and just some of the some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth and, and it's just is it's all ad libbed and oh if I can recommend anything D and D related, please, please absorb all of Acquisitions Incorporated you possibly can. I will plug them till the day I die. They're the ones that got me into D and D, and they're the ones that are keeping me in it. See if we can let's see if we can get them attached to this. Let's see if we can, you know, we mentioned them, so let's tag them. Yeah. See if they will have a listen. Acquisition Incorporated and Adventure Zone, McElroy family. Yeah, come we'll at us, to, please. We'll have to we'll have to give a clip. Um, but yeah, like I just honest to God, I've, I've couldn't couldn't be I like. Amazing, amazing stuff. Patrick okay. Rothfuss plays VR. He's an author. I've been reading his books. I got hooked on his books, um, the Kingkiller Chronicles. Uh, he's hilarious. His whole shtick is that he, he was a rogue, and then he was a bard. I think he switched up at one point. Um, mm. But like every time he sees a chandelier, he, it's just his thing. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, Jesus. And so like they put a bunch of that stuff in there. Oh my god, they ended up getting in with some succubi. Like, there's just... As one does. I, yeah, well, you have to. Like, but have to, have it's to. just, there's so much. That's what you do. There's so much to their, like, lore and their story arc that I can't even, like, I'm having trouble just picking one. It's almost like when I think back at all the stuff that I've seen from them, it's, it's like a whole head of just, everything is just so good. Um, so that's that's my, my first pick. Definitely, definitely, definitely a Jim Dark Magic. Um, oh my god, they fought Dritz Urden at one point. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, and the whole thing was like, yeah. So Dritz is a character by Carl Salvatore and uh, writes a series of novels, and and like Dritz is huge in the D and D community, like huge. 
Yes, and, I've even heard of Dritzt. He was yeah. he was back in the D and D community when I was playing. Oh hell yeah! Like Dritzt is is big, and he, so he's got this Panther whatever as like his familiar. And so they were in the Underdark, and like Dritzt showed, up. and so it, he was like under some kind. Of, and so they're fighting him and his Panther, and like they were about to kill his Panther, and they're at the table just being like, "Can we do this? Like, is Salvatore gonna be like this is canon? Like he's gonna be pissed?" And so they were they were seriously debating whether or not like what their actions the ramifications they had and like that's what i mean about this being like top tier D D. like it's it's right in in there in in the art wow holy moly okay that's so, amazing so so what's your second one spawn oh nice yeah straight off the bat don't even have to think about it ever since i was a kid uh i used to sneak out of my bedroom at like for like one o'clock in the morning to watch the HBO series um, playing on Showcase. This is a deep cut for any Canadians out there. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was actually actually because of Spawn was the first time that I ever saw the Red Shoe Diaries, so that was fun. Oh, the Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> yeah. Showcase. Yeah. Twenty nine. Another, another deep cut. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I I used to get the comics when I was a kid. Um, I used to watch the show. I remember I saw the movie when it came out, and I absolutely just. I love the character. Um, it, it's it's so badass. Like he's just. I love antiheroes. I think antiheroes are some of the greatest characters ever because you know sometimes they're thrust upon a situation where they don't have an option. Like that's kind of Spawn, right? Like he's a reluctant hero. He's he was backstabbed um, by uh, I think Win was the guy's name. The the dude. So he's, this big guy basically sold Spawn's soul to the devil. So that Spawn could run Satan's army. So, because like, so Al Simmons is his real name. He is uh, just like a Navy SEAL, Marine, Red Beret, like one of these guys. Green Beret, I think I fucked that up. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just he's like a military genius. Like he's just he's in there killing, um, just just killing, really good at killing. Wow, that's good. That's a good skill <laughs> yeah. to have. You gotta yeah. have that. You gotta have that skill. Yeah, and so yeah, you gotta be killing. So they, they set him up, he gets killed, his soul goes to hell, and then he becomes um, a hellspawn. Um, and there's been hellspawn throughout his like Ghost Rider, the mantle gets passed. So he becomes the next, or the new, like latest incarnation, and so he's supposed to lead hell's armies in war against heaven. So like during the run of this whole thing, like heaven and hell are at war. And like heaven has uh, their version of spawn too, is known as the Redeemer. And he's pretty cool as hell. But so Spawn goes to hell, gets turned into, into Spawn, and the Devil's like, all right, cool, you're going to run my armies. Spawn's like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit. Peace. And he just takes off. And he's like lurking the streets, trying to like regain a bit of his sanity and like what his life was. And, and you know, so he had a wife and a daughter. And like, it's just like a torturous, torturous story. And he's just in the gutter in the streets, like basically starts killing rapists and murderers, which is awesome. And the whole time, the devil keeps sending dudes after him to try and get him to come back and get him to do what he wants him to do. But Spawn the whole time is like, no, I'm not, I'm not your pawn in this. Like, I'm, I'm my own man. And so he's using his hell-given gifts to sort of right a certain amount of wrongs, I think, in an attempt to... He even fights God at one point. Like, it gets crazy. It gets super crazy. There's a series of As games. You do. Yeah. And, like, just badass power. Badass. And, and he's in Mortal Kombat 11. 
He's in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, he, he was in. Uh, oh, he was my favorite in Soul Calibur. You got to play him yeah. in Soul Calibur. He's been voiced by some amazing characters, or sorry, amazing actors. Um, all oh, actors damn. are just characters. Come all on, all actors are just characters. That's right. Uh, and he's um, supposed to be Todd McFarlane's supposed to be doing a new movie with him, actually, which I'm, I'm pretty excited Ooh. about. But I've heard some <clears throat> things that I'm not too pleased with. So number one is that. <clears throat> Apparently, the movie is supposed to be sort of like Jaws, where the main character, Spawn, is sort of in the background. He's not sort of uh, up front and featured. He's he's hinted at and seen in the shadows, and it's not really about him so much as it's about the actions around him. And it's going to focus mm. more on the cops. Because in the comic, there were two cops in Sam and Twitch, and that's how some of the show was told through their eyes as well, where they're like, they're going, like, they're basically cleaning up Spawn's mess. Like, thing was like, oh, this child rapist was brutally murdered and ripped apart. What the hell's happening here? This is this is really fucked up shit. Oh my god. And then it's like, so you're going to the cops sort of um, point of view and Spawn's just going to be in the background, which I mean, I, it could be cool, but as a film, I'm not really excited about that. Like, I want to see Spawn kicking some ass. Yeah, there has him. to be like a, a real, like, strategic way of doing that. Yeah. But I mean that's the thing too. Like the char- him as a character is incredible. So like he's fueled by necroplasm, so he can basically like shoot beams of death, like necro goo, which is kind of dope. He's got like his armor is alive basically, like his suit or whatever yeah, that he's wearing. That's it's in that living cape, thing. right? Yeah. So his cape is alive. And, I'm like, kind of getting like like a like a D and D. Oh um, right. Like ray of sickness, but with right. Um, uh, Doctor Strange's cape in there. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's got such an amazing combination of these things. So like he's got chains, and the chains are alive, so you can use the chains that are on him. To, like, oh, so attack. he's a chain devil. He's a chain devil. Yeah, he's got <laughs> so many things. Uh, his cape can turn into an axe, which is sick. So he's got this big hell axe, and then on top of that, because he's a military professional, he's also proficient in like all kinds of weapons and explosives. So while he's using like this necro hell beast goo he'll pull out like machine guns and rocket launchers <laughs> and it's like it's just like, sure. the weirdest combination of shit well, but well, it's then, so good then i'd recommend i'd recommend going to see have you seen his gameplay clips in mortal kombat 11 yeah oh yeah i've seen it it's awesome yeah did, he looks did a really good job he looks really good like i heard from todd mcfarland i didn't hear from todd mcfarland that would be cool if i knew him yeah but um but I heard, you know, I was reading articles on, on from Ed Boon and, and all that kind of stuff. When they put Spawn in Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. they, Todd McFarlane said, go nuts. Like, uh, yeah, they, they, they gave him, they gave him they, some freedom. 110% freedom. They said, go crazy. I've been wanting Spawn in Mortal Kombat for years. And they did not disappoint. Um, oh, I heard boy. talking about it. He was did- super happy with how he was, how he was done. And, and and they got the guy to the what the hell's his name? He voiced him in the show. He's voiced yep. the game too, eh? Yep, he voiced oh, him in, in the in the original nineties cartoon. Uh, I'm so bad for this. I know that um Damn it. I, I wanna say Jai Corden, but I don't think that's his name. No, Did it in, in the movie. Oh, the one in the movie? Yeah. Uh, no. well, Fuck, I'm so bad with names. Keith David. Yeah, did the, he's did the show. In the one in the cartoon, and Keith David also did Mortal Kombat 11. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he was in the original animated series. 
voice. Uh, Michael J- Michael J. White. That's it. Michael J. White Michael was in. White. I am an idiot. Was in the movie. Yeah, Michael J. White. He is awesome. He's he's freaking built too. He is now. Well, yeah, but like he's awesome. Like he's actually like a really good martial artist too. Like I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's he's legit, dude. And uh, like, see, that was a great cast for the movie. I thought he played an amazing Al Simmons. It was a great Spawn. And so apparently in the new film, it's um, Jamie Fox, which I don't see. Also, yeah, for anybody out there, like, amazing African American character. Like, yeah, absolutely. One like, of the I, best anti hero, anti hero. But, like, I, I hated how the media portrayed, like, Black Panther as being, like, oh, the first real African-American uh, comic hero and everything. I was like, God, are you kidding me? Like, you've got Blade. You've got Spawn. Like, they're, like Luke you Cage. Got bla- like they're, you got Black Lightning. Black Lightning, yeah. But, like, man. And uh, so, so I've always loved Spawn. He's just been just, just a, oh, God, straight-up badass character. I've All got right. A we need more anti-heroes, honestly. We, we, we definitely do. do. We totally do. Okay, so... Uh, we're running on an hour here. Wow. We just, oh, oh, I know. Um, actually we've gone over an hour. We started at about eight o'clock and it's now 20 after nine. Um, but it's okay. Uh, so your first one was. Uh, Jim Dark Magic. Spawn. Jim Dark Magic. Spawn. Third one is going to have to be James Bond. Ooh, Bond. Ooh James, James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Nice choice. But pre Daniel Craig, I, 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 I hate him. As Bond, I think he's a great actor, and um, I love his work. But he is not James Bond. Those films are not James Bond films. They are a far cry from everything that Bond was, and they're pandering garbage that is just trying to cash in on modern trends. And it's upsetting to me because um, me and my dad don't agree on a lot. Um, we're pretty different people. I love him to death, but. James Bond was always something that we could bond over, and he got me into that when I was a kid. We've seen every movie so many times, and and then when the new ones came out, we were so excited because they were bringing it, you know, doing it again, and it was just so bad. I mean, even with um, Pierce Brosnan, they started to get a little, little hokey towards the end. Um, Sean Connery's run was amazing. Roger Moore's run was incredible. Love Roger Moore. And um, even Timothy Dalton. Like, I actually liked Timothy Dalton. Not a lot of people did. Um, there was another guy. He was in one. I can't remember his name for the life of me. Sean Connery? No, not Sean Connery. Uh, okay. it, was, it was His Majesty's Secret. So Sean Connery did Dr. No. It was the first one. Then they did another one. And it was, it was Majesty's Secret Service. And I can't remember the guy's name. He was in that. And then they had to, like, let him go. Was, because it, apparently... was it Pierce? No, it wasn't Pierce. Hold on, I'm gonna Google it real quick. They had to let him go because he was a horrible drunk, apparently. Timothy Dalton? No, he was way later. He was after more. No. I have no idea. I've I've only no, ever no seen idea. A, I've only ever seen a couple of the Bond movies. Roger Moore? No, no, no. Well, let's look up the Bonds. Lucky thing we're on the internet, right? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> George George Lazenby, that was his name. Oh yes, okay, I've heard of him. Lazenby, he was in one. Oh, film. George. Apparently, yeah, apparently he was terrible to work with. He was drunk all the time and, and like belligerent. And so after his Majesty Secret or Majesty Service, they went back to Sean Connery, who was just wild. But I mean, that's the thing. Bond was a sign of the 
times. It was a, a, it's not a film that you can make today. And I think that them trying to do that is just wrong. Like, I think it was Rick Robert, our, our Broccoli's daughter, took over. Um, and, and I'm going to sound awful right now, but, like, these films weren't made women. No, like, they women, weren't. Women could enjoy them, sure, but they 100% were not made with a woman's interest in mind. And that's not right. And I agree with that. I think that's wrong. Like you, you shouldn't. You should make a movie that's you know that everybody can enjoy. But at the same time, it's it was a a topical piece. It was a time related piece. It was written by a guy who worked for the Secret Service. It was written like all of James Bond is basically like exaggerated stories based on Ian Fleming's life. Like he worked for MI6. Um. So. It was about the cars and the gadgets and the witty banter and the sexy ladies and the exotic locales. And that's what Bond was. It was well, look look at some of the names of the bad guys, like Pussy Galore. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that was one of the names of the bad guys for Bond. Pussy Galore. Yeah, you can't... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep, Pussy absolutely. Galore. Pussy yeah. Galore. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, yep. that was, she was from uh, Octopussy. Yep, Octopussy. That was one of the name of the the Bond movies, Octopussy, yep. Pussy Galore. Oh my god! Oh, that, that's Ooh. not even the like. There were so many, man. Like, uh, I can't, I can't even think of half of them now. Uh, like, every woman's name was basically like a pun on sex, and like he would always get the girl. But that's the thing I liked about Bond too was like there were no gratuitous sex scenes. You know, it would be like he'd give her a kiss and the lights would go out and then it would go to the next scene. And now every movie you watch is basically a fucking softcore porn. I got to sit through these people humping in the shower. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. Have you seen any series on Netflix? You have like about 50% of it that is actually just, hi, I'm gay. And then another 50% that's, here's awkward teen sex. Oh, I know. And it's like, no one, why are you making this a thing that we have to watch? Whatever happened to tact, taste, and sensibility? You know, it would bond and just be like, ah, ah, yeah, sure. Uh, we saved the world. Now give me a smooch, that baby, and and then the lights will go. And and where's the music? The new films don't have the music. Half of the shit was yeah. when he come flying out of explosions and be like da na 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 na. Now you just hear the like the the, the overuse of low tones in yeah. uh boom, boom, in boom, explosions. Boom, 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 boom. It's like oh, okay, thanks. Causes thanks, yeah. like severe ear fatigue, and then you. Just oh my leave. god! James Bond is literally turned into just Jason Bourne-esque shit fest of just explosions and hitting people. And that's the thing, like, James Bond wasn't a martial arts beat-em-up kind of guy. Like, like with Daniel Craig, he's running around smacking the shit. James Bond didn't do that. He was classy. He judo chop you. He was a tactician. He was, yeah, exactly. He was a, he was he was a, a, he was a, a gentleman. Yeah. He would, he would kill you in a gentlemanly kind of way. Oh my god, the best kill, my favorite James Bond kill, he was in Egypt. And he's uh, he's tracking this guy down, and he runs him on top of the building, and he's got him on the ropes basically, and they're they're fighting, judo chopping each other, and finally the guy's on the edge and to fall, and he reaches out and grabs Bond by the tie, and he's basically hanging off this building, and the only thing keeping him balanced is holding on to Bond's tie. So Bond's just like, "Where's Fakesh?" The guy, "Please, please, I don't want to die." And he's like, "Where's Fakesh?" And he's asking him like, "Where this guy is?" He's looking at the guy. And the guy's like, oh, he's, he's at the pyramids. And then Bond just smacks the tie out of his hand. And the guy falls to his death. And then Bond just, like, button, like, like just tightens his tie up a little bit, looks down, and, and says, like, a witty one-liner. And I'm like, have a nice 
something and then just walked away. And like, that's James Bond. Like, that's hilarious. That's ridiculous, over-the-top nonsense. And that's what made those movies good. That's what I want to see more of in movies. But yes, like, people think it's agreed. too cheesy and too corny and too agreed. Uh, too silly, even. But agreed. that's what it was. It's, Bond was campy. It was the 1960s when that shit really took off. And that was the whole point, was it was supposed to be campy. And then you went into the 70s and the 80s. And it was still campy, but like, awesome camp. Like, you had Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die was amazing. Most amazing incredibly crafted boat chases i've ever seen and they did like they did subtle little jokes too like they they, there was like race humor there was a lot of things that they tackled but they tackled them in such a classy way because it was james bond and it was classy needed to be that you can't have james bond today they should have just let let him die yeah let it fizzle there are a lot of things that honestly the the world should just let rest yes absolutely it's okay okay to let a thing die Okay, so so my my three aren't as thought out as yours guys are. <laughs> Only reason is because doesn't make them any less valid, Kevin. Well, thank you, appreciated. But but mine aren't as as thought out. Only because you know I I'm a nerd in 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 a in a weird kind of way. I, I don't watch a lot of movies. I don't watch a lot of TV. You know, I I, I don't watch anime. That you don't kind drink. Of thing. You don't drink a lot of pop or anything. I don't drink a lot of pop. I don't like. You know, I'm a, my my own internal kind of nerd. So, my 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 first one is surprise surprise Lion-O from the Thundercats. Uh-huh. Hey, there it is. You know what I mean. The reason there. why the reason why mine's Lion-O from the Thundercats is because in the '80s when I was a kid. Uh, that was the first character on TV that had ginger hair, just like me, uh-huh. right? So I kind of, and, and I that I knew of, right? So when I was a kid, I would watch Thundercats. No one else had ginger hair, but then Lionel had ginger hair, and I was like, oh, cool! You know, the guy looks like me, and he's a hero, and he wants to be, and he wants to save the world, and maybe I can do that. You know, that's, so I kind that's beautiful. I, I looked up to Lionel as a kid. And so that that's my first one. Again, I, I can't really go into too much detail because you know Lion O, Lord of the Thundercats. You know, we talked about Lion O in a previous episode, so we don't need to go. We don't need to go on to that. Go back and listen to that podcast. That's right. More. Go back and listen to that one. And, go to our back catalog. Um, and and before before I go into my second one, and because we're we're almost winding up here, um, be, before we go into my second one, I'm actually going to go and read off the uh, the our stuff on Facebook. Oh, nice. yeah. Okay. If you, if, if you weren't going to bring it up, I was going to remind you. Yeah. 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 I, I, so I, I actually want to hear about that. I, I have it right here. Okay. So now I'm not going to name last names of these people because I don't want to, uh, you know, yeah, people. Oh, that's good. That's smart. Go I like and that. Find no, them and yeah, whatnot, that's... but uh, they, know, they know who they are. They know who they exactly. Are. Uh, so our first one is from Amanda, a girl. Ooh. 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 Uh, lady listeners yeah i know uh our first one's from amanda (laughs) she she says that her favorite character from a book is richard rawl i think that's what it is richard rawl richard rawl colin colin amnell i i don't know how to pronounce i'm probably going to butcher all these names um from a, a book series i believe it's called uh sword of truth Okay, sort of cool. Truth, sort awesome. of truth. 
And uh, her favorite television character is Usagi Yutinko, I believe that is Sailor Moon. Nice. Oh, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Even I knew that one. That's an old school one. I like that. She is the one named Sailor Moon. She Uh, is. She is. Uh, And the next one is from Dingo. (laughs) Hey, Dingo, my man. Dingo. 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 Uh, What's going on, Dingo? From the screen is Data from The Goonies. Nice. Data from Love the Goonies. Nice. And from the nice. page is Akira. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And like, uh, what, what? When Akira. That's all he what? says. It's just Akira. Just Akira? Is that just like Akira. The... Okay. That's all he says. Um, now, Blair is the third one. Uh, he says, hard call either. The... I'm going to butcher this name. Hard call. <laughs> um, hard oh, call God. either Paxineron. Paxinarian, um, Paxinarian, uh, yeah, <laughs> P A K S E N A R R I O N, Paxinarian, Paxinarian. I think that might be it. Uh, yeah. For just amazing writing and character growth, or Prince Kelder of Drasnia for outright cool, and Wedge Antilles deserves an honorable mention, though, nice. as, the on- as the only person with two Death Stars kills painted on his x-ray hell yeah dude wedge Damn right deep cut with that one i like deep, that deep cut um you go blair david blair. david um he actually he actually is saying one of my on person on my list is q from star trek next generation oh oh yeah he's actually on my list too awesome yeah, yeah q, um, q is great he said uh q from tn star trek tng wouldn't you be an asshole if you were in in, in <laughs> You know, if you were immortal, you're not in uh, spoiled. Oh, hundred percent. You know why? Why? Why doesn't he use his powers for good? That's yeah, what he says. yeah. He was uh, an, 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 an omnipotent prick. <laughs> omnipotent prick. He totally is. Uh, Robert says uh, brothers Uzra and Mishra from the Antiquities War. Oh, okay. I have no I've idea never, what that is. I have no idea. I've what never that heard of that. It's on, I'm going to look into that right now. It yeah. it sounds. T- at first glance, I'm, I'm I'm picturing people fighting over like really old cabinets, but I get guaranteed <laughs> that's not what it is. And and our last one, Jody, Ooh. another female. I think it's a car- oh, it's um, I think it's a magic thing. It might. Oh, be. oh, cool. Okay, Jody, and what's going on? Jody says Harry Dresden or Vlad Tialtos from books. I don't know exactly where they're where they're from because okay. she doesn't actually list it there. But uh, yeah, those are our those are our uh, our listener interactions Vlad, Vlad of, of the week. I, yeah, I know Vlad. that name. I know Vlad. that name. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where Vlad Taltos is from. So as David said, Q is mm-hmm. the second second one on my list. Uh, I've always liked Q. Yeah, um, he's some know, of the best episodes actually. Q debuted back in 1987. Wow, 1987. In Star Trek: The Next Generation, you know, and he's always been—he's always been my favorite Star Trek character. Always because I've always wanted to be that kind of a, you know, un, un- have that kind of power, yeah. have that kind of power, be and go and do as I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's His, that's the second one on my list. I think those episodes were great because it showcased some of the most like really creative writing that uh, TNG had, and I loved it because like what was the first one was. Picard had to make a case for why humanity deserved to live. Oh yeah, and like I love that. Like they they went in like that was that's some feel good shit right there, right? Like he 
You know, like when you think about it as a species, we're kind of shitty, but to see stuff like that, we're like, oh, understatement. Yeah. Like there's some good out there and like, we're good people. And, and, and I think like if you're ever going to show an alien, some pop culture stuff, I think that would be a good one to sneak in there just to be like, Hey, you know, we're not all bad. Look, look at it. Totally. Totally. (laughs) I, I love all the Q episodes. All the Q episodes. Very good. Of, of Star Trek's Next Generation. Um, and I guess my third one would probably be Superman. Nice. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, Superman. I, I've been a big fan of the Superman series since I was a kid. Uh, a lot of uh, my elementary school friends, well, people I went to elementary school with, I wouldn't exactly call them friends, but uh, would would say that I would always go around uh you know pretending i was superman when i was when i was a little kid i always used to do that i used to wear a shirt underneath another shirt and then like take the shirt and like rip it open <laughs> pretending i was superman i'm sure and, your mother loved that you just come yeah. home with all these ripped shirts yeah just, damn Jesus. it Kevin. yeah all these button up shirts you just rip it open pretend i was superman <laughs> just a fortune yeah. in in thread for buttons it was just it was just really bad. So, you know, but uh Superman is a great pick. He's a Superman great, is a great pick. But you see, I also have I have a deep cut connection with Superman too, is because when I was a kid, I used to watch the Superman movies with Christopher Reeve and, and Margot Kidder mm-hmm. in, in it all the time, right? Yeah. And and when I, I when I grew up, uh I got into film and movies. I used to make I used to make movies and make film and things like that. And I got to meet Margot Kidder. Really? I, I have a picture of me um, with Margot Kidder, the original Lois Lane from the Christopher Reeve movies. Awesome. And, Hell yeah. and you know, and it I was didn't really... know that Margot Kidder did porn. <laughs> uh, we still Mar- need to get a whole episode on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, have, yeah. I have so, so many questions. Yeah, well, I, I I could tell you stories that would make I know, and that's, that's the podcast we need. Okay. Um, but, but, but that's it, awesome, I got, though. I, I got a I got a picture with me and Margot Kidder, and she told me stories about Christopher Reeve that completely changed my outlook on the whole movie. Huh? Um, apparently, he was a alcoholic womanizer. Oh, I, I believe it. He was a and, handsome man. You know, an alcoholic womanizer, and and yeah, he just wasn't a good person to hang around with. I guess. I guess that's just him back then. I'm only, you know, I'm only going by what she said. So mm-hmm. don't be suing me or anything like that. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm just going by what she said. But yeah, so those are my those are my well, three. Right? Lino well, from Thundercats, Q, and and Karma, Karma Superman like a truck. So oh boy, did it ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm going to hell for that one. Uh, um, like awesome, a, like, like a, a good list. Yeah, like a speeding horse. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's a deep. That's that's, that's deep. A deep. Um, do we have time for me to read my honorable mention? Because yeah, this was, this was an extremely hard decision for me to make, and I had like a whole list. I'm um, just gonna just gonna name it. them. Just gonna name them. So uh, okay. after Spawn, I had uh, Jason Voorhees. Nice, fucking amazing character. Ash Campbell. Uh, Eric Eric Draven from The Crow. Um, John Deckard from Blade Runner. Batman, because Batman's amazing. Um, Fletch was a character uh, portrayed by Chevy Chase. Absolutely. If you've never seen Fletch, watch the uh, Fletch 1 and 2. Uh, hilarious. Hilarious films. Um, Snake Plissken, played by... Uh, 
Kurt Russell. Oh my god, I can't believe it took me that long. <laughs> uh, Ellen Ripley from Alien. Incredible, nice. incredible performance by Sigourney Weaver. Incredible uh, female, strong female character that wasn't, you know, written to be anything other than an awesome character situation. It wasn't pandering. It wasn't crap. Like, she just knocked it out of the park. Uh, the Nazgul from Lord of the Rings, they're just, oh, give me chills. Uh, Edith Johnson from Cherry 2000, played by Melanie Griffith, uh, awesome character. She's a, a tracker. It was really, really cool. If you haven't seen Cherry 2000, please watch it. It's awesome. Uh, Sarah Connor uh, and uh, The Doctor. Hey, which one, though? Ooh, uh, Tenant was my first and only love. Um, I really did like Eccleston and uh, Smith, and I didn't mind Capaldi at all. I thought he was... Uh, I thought they could have done something pretty cool with him, but uh, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, loved loved Tenant, uh, the whole Doctor Who mythos. Uh, actually, I went back and watched some of the ones as well. Um, I can't. The guy with the scarf. Oh, oh my God! Which one was that? Was that was that fourth? I think it was fifth, fourth or fifth. fifth. Uh, why? Fifth. Why? Why does his name escape me right now? Yeah, the, the curly-haired the guy. The fifth Doctor, the one with the scarf. Yeah, yeah I liked his some of his stuff. He was great because he was really really quirky and. Um, I, I think that's a quality. No, of fifth had celery. Okay, so then it was definitely sixth. fourth. Yeah, fourth? yeah probably I, fourth. I, I, that that could be a whole other podcast. So we're gonna do a yeah. podcast on Doctor Who. Yeah, Absolutely. and uh, yeah, and like I said, uh, he was quirky and sort of out there, and I think that that's a quality that the Doctor should always have because he's um well, Tom Baker. Tom yeah. Baker. That's it. Tom yeah. Baker. Tom Baker. The, the Doctor is a person out of time and space, so they should be sort of and um, goofy and so I, I liked him for that I thought he did that well so that was my big sort of honorable mentions list that I had to try and pick from well that uh, that it, I'm going to segue from the doctor into uh, the end of the show Ooh, we're going to segue from the doctor right into the end of the show uh, that was really good that was a really good conversation I loved it that was, it was really a, good. It was, I it was, it was a, a roller coaster of emotion. It really was. It really, really was. <laughs> now, everyone, thanks for listening to to There's Nobody Here Named Josh podcast. Uh, Thank I'm you for Kevin. commenting on their stuff, too. Like, yeah, please do that. Oh, 100%. Uh, I'm Kevin, uh, alongside Will. What it do? And Aaron. Hi. Now, There's Nobody Here Named Josh podcast was <laughs> is produced by Adam Upper, a.k.a. Stump Chunkman. And our logo, <laughs> I know, Every weird time. name, Stump Every Chunkman. Stump Chunkman. Every, it's one of my favorites, I'm not going to lie. And, and our logo was created by the amazing Aaron Alessandrini. Right? Right there. Same, same, same guy talking. Here he is. Here he is. You can, follow, you can follow what we're doing on our social media at There's No Josh on Instagram and Twitter, and There's Nobody Here Named Josh podcast on Facebook, even on YouTube at There's No Josh. And you can find this podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Okay, so and please, 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 please. We're in there. We're there. We're there. Start listening. Slam that like button. On, slam it uh, on on our YouTube and and our Twitter and and Instagram and the whole nine yards. I'm always available to talk to. If you want to message me, if you want to talk to me, I'm always available to talk to on our uh, Facebook Messenger. So you can just uh, message me up, and we'll have a chat about different things. Again. We're suggest, the suggest topics. Yeah, absolutely. We're always oh one hundred percent. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, please let us know. 
Yeah, let us know. Uh, again, there's nobody here named Josh Podcast, the podcast where there's nobody here named Josh. The final episode, there will be, there might be a Josh. There, but there if that ever happens, if there's ever a Josh, we're just, we're we never going to make another episode. We need well, to bring a Josh in. Well, I hate, to, I hate to tell you, but as I said on the first episode, if there's ever a Josh here, they can't be going by the name Josh. They have to pick a name. Well, From the I have, we have to pick a name of the hat of no Josh names. Just nameless guest. That's right. It'll just be. It I'll get be like any, a fez and get like a be, bunch of like slits of paper in there. It could be any like name, any name, anywhere. Lots of it weird could, old English it, names. It could be like I could pick a name out and you could be called Tree. <laughs> Jeffrenstein. That, that that could be yeah, Jeffrenstein. Anything, anything. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. There's nobody here named Josh. I'll see you later. Take, Take care. care.